don't scare me, Darth Vader, because I have the strength of the Force. You cannot hide. I'm a Jedi Knight, and the Force is the strongest power in the universe. Your powers are weakening, Vader, but the Force is strong in me. I can feel it. Feel the Force with Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Figures, vehicles, and playsets each sold separately, only from Kenner. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys, a discussion about Star Wars toys from the past, present, and future. You are listening to episode number 64. My name is Jason. Joining me tonight from IGrewUpStarWars.com, the OT curmudgeon, Tom. Hello, Tom. Hi, everybody. Hola. Welcome. Good day. Good night. Good evening. Hi, Matt. Hey, Tom. <laughs> also joining us tonight... From Bendoms to the Black Series, Vintage to Modern. He collects them all. He's also been doing some uh, great YouTube videos. Mr. BYZ on YouTube. Our good friend Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hey, I haven't had that intro in quite a while. It's uh, pretty awesome that you have that back. Yeah, I was listening to an older episode tonight to try to gear up for this one, and uh, I remembered I used to say that, so... (laughs) You, I'm bringing Ryan, it have back. You doing, uh, have you considered doing your YouTube videos, you know, without a shirt? So maybe something for the ladies? Uh, no. He's married I, I now, Tom. Something, well, something you might consider. He just got no, married. No, I'm not Kylo Ren here, okay? It's, <laughs> it's, it's titillating, and it'll get you oh, hits. Oh, God. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll send you a picture, okay, Tom? Brunch. Also joining us tonight from this week in Star Wars podcast, Matt Fox. Hello, Matt. Hey, everybody. Hi, Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tiger. Hey, we've got some, yeah, no kidding. We've got some uh, great news, right, Jason? Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> that Matt has officially joined the show. <laughs> right. I didn't even think he said he would yet. We just asked him. Yeah, uh, might tune in next time for my answer. <laughs> right. Oh well, I know Matt. I know Matt. It's my honor. Absolutely. Yeah, I think Matt's I on. Quit my other show. Now. I think you're a good fit. I Matt, think Matt's really. on the uh, next lost show that I'm going to release too. All right. All right. I think that was our Force Friday show. We did a pretty in-depth That'll Force be, Friday show I'm last right. year. It just It'll never be came highly out. Highly topical. Yeah. Mm. Just in time for. Chewbacca Tuesday or whatever they call it. Yeah, maybe we'll. Yeah, uh, Jake and Chris cannot cannot join us tonight. Um, they're is there prima donna? No, they're celebrating they're their 100th episode of Toy Run. So congratulations! I just want to say I don't know what we're going to do for our 100th episode, but I calculated it's going to be about four years from now at our current <laughs> current pace. And I will be officially dead, so I'm going to say congratulations on the 100th episode right now. Get that over with. So uh, you can look forward to that 100th episode in 2022, probably. Right. Close enough. Close enough. Sure. All right. So what are we talking about tonight? Um, I don't even remember what I wrote down. Okay, first off, the sail barge. Let's have a little sail barge uh, update, the uh, Hasbro Labs. Um, Let's see where we're at. Tom, have you been checking every day to make sure? Enough orders are being placed to make the goal? No, but uh, you guys do a good job of, of, of doing that. Okay. Yeah. So um, 
Good luck to everybody who wants a barge. Yeah, so as of, it's March uh, 11th today. And, uh, hey, we lose, you know what, we're going to lose an hour on this thing. Because this fall forward stuff. We we did that last night. Can they just be done with this? (laughs) I really hate time, I hate the time change. I've never. What's well, weird is my like Arizona's. They don't do it there. Yeah. My my clock on my computer did not update. That's odd. Well, how old is your computer? It's brand new. Oh. That's well, that's why I'm having so many. That's why I'm having so many audio problems. Mm. ColecoVision. Yeah. ColecoVision. Yeah. I've got a ColecoVision hooked up to an Apple II, hooked up to a Vic 20, and there it's not go. working. What about a Trash 80 while you're at it? What about, <laughs> why what about the app? That might help. I think, you're, I think your problem is you don't have an Atom. That's what you're supposed to hook up to the ColecoVision, not the Apple II. <laughs> I knew it. I, I, it's all wrong. Yeah. Everything's so get wrong. that Atom. Yep. Did those actually ever come out on market, or was it just like they, they did, did? Yeah, but they were all of them. Most of most of the Atoms were actually all screwy, oh. and uh, uh, a lot of people had to return them, which helped in bringing Coleco kind of to its knees. Thank gosh they had the. Uh, they had the uh, Cabbage Patch Kid, but that didn't help after a while either. So. I remember in sixth grade, my uh, sixth grade teacher was so excited about the Atom. He was telling us how he was going to get it for his ColecoVision, and he was really excited. Oh, Coleco. Oh, Coleco. Ever got we it. Didn't the Intellivision keyboard have troubles, too? What's that, Matt? Didn't the Intellivision computer keyboard plug-in, didn't that have trouble, too? I don't know, but I remember seeing my aunt and uncle try to do their taxes on an Intellivision. <laughs> I'm serious. Hey, yeah. well, they were trying to do something on it like that. Yeah. Did, did they get audited? No. B seventeen bomber. Uh, and television was great. That baseball game was going. You're out. <laughs> yeah, that was. I I never got into that, but uh, yeah. All right. Anyways, let's back to the barge at uh, HasbroLab.com. There's 23 days left to go as of this recording, and the current backers is 2,558. So we're a, a little over halfway there with about halfway to go on the time. <laughs> um, Ryan, do you think this is going to – you think it's going to make it or not? Oh, I still think it's going to make it. Um I, you know, like I said last time, these type of things, it's usually most of the, the backers happen in the first like week of it and then the last week. And so we're going to see a big surge right toward the end. Um, I also feel like Hasbro's got a couple things up their sleeves. You know, they've been on, it seems like every Friday they release some new item content or pictures or something like that. I think at some point they're going to start like adding like, oh, and you get this figure, you know, and things like that. To kind of sweeten the pot and get it going. Honestly, to be over halfway on this thing is pretty exciting. Uh, that To me, that just says a lot. And I, I feel there's a lot of people out there that are just kind of biding their time, saving up their money, whatever they need to do. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure in that last week, we're going to see it uh, surge right over 5,000. Matt, do you share Ryan's optimism? Not as optimistic. I, I was until about a week ago, and then it really started crawling slowly. Um, I, I agree, there'll be a big surge at the end. I just, I'd like it to be a little, little closer than than what it, you know, I guess it went over to 2,500 like Friday. 
So it means over the weekend they've added like 60. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still, if I had a bet, I'd say they're going to make it. But I'm not as confident as I was. Do you think if they're close, they'll still make it? Um, I don't know. This is the big test, right? I mean, I don't think they're going to get close. I mean, I think they're either going to be like a thousand short or they're going to surge past. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if it gets to the last day and there's like a hundred, there'll be a lot of, you know, people, okay, I'll buy another one or something. You know, if it gets close, they'll, it'll get there. Well, if you're on the fence, I think you should buy one. They make excellent uh, Christmas gifts. You know, if you don't want one, give one to someone you love. Like, Tom. (laughs) I'm sure Heather will enjoy it. Tom, do you think this thing's going to pass? So I hope stop so. talking about it. <laughs> if if only for the fact that you guys will shut up about it. I think a lot of yeah. No, I think it's I think it's I think it's great, and um, I really do hope that it makes it. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I haven't had, I haven't put much thought into it, but I mean, every time I see a picture of it, it's just, it's pretty amazing. I mean, it it, it would be a huge shame if it didn't if it didn't get made, but. I would I would think that it's going to. Yeah, well, I hope it does. All right. Me too. Next on the agenda, anybody pick up anything cool recently? Tom, we'll start with you. No, but I took uh, 17, 18 people to Death Valley last weekend, which was oh, pretty yeah, awesome. Oh, yeah, you did that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So how did that go? Good, good. Uh, one of the uh, locations, uh, Dante's View, is uh, where the um, uh, the heroes look out onto Tatooine's landscape and see uh, Tat- uh, Mos Eisley in the distance. That uh, particular shot, that location was unfortunately, they were uh, fixing uh, the road and the uh, parking area, so we couldn't get there, but we, oh, we made it. That. Yeah, we made it to all the other places. Very nice. I didn't know that the – I was looking at the, other, the pictures you or whoever put up on Facebook. I didn't know that the little – the valley or whatever where the Tuscans were with the with the Banthas, where Luke yep. sees them with his binoculars. Oh. I didn't know that was there either. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, – there's a lot of shots that, that I, for the most part were just kind of pickup shots. But uh, the Bantha shots were definitely um, – uh, definitely cool, and all of them are uh, are fun to visit. I mean, Ryan knows for for sure. Yeah, I've been he was, yeah. and uh, if you can make it to Death Valley, it is it is so it is so fun and it's so awesome. So, I mean, you're, it, it appears that there's more Tatooine there than in Tunisia. I would say that it's pretty. Like Tunisia's the farms, the home. I would say it's sixty forty Death Valley being. The forty percent, but there's uh, in the in the classic Star Wars, and of course, it's definitely a hundred percent in Return of the Jedi with uh, the droids uh, uh, walking up the 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 path there to Jabba's palace. That's all filmed in Death Valley too. Well, and you know, there's there's scenes like when R two and three PO split up in the desert, where R two basically goes off into Death Valley and three PO goes off into Tunisia. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's the two or two or three second shots there that uh, really make a difference. But when you're standing, when you're standing in that location, 
um, it is it is just the coolest thing. And uh, everybody that went with me this time uh, had a had an awesome time. As 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 all the times that I've been there before, it's 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 the coolest thing ever. So it is so fun. Did you go to the ghost town, Tom? Yeah, yeah, Rylight. Yeah, that that was fun. We did. Uh, everybody didn't seem all that impressed until uh, we got to the the open air gallery or the open air museum with the uh, with the spirit guys down there. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was that was creepy awesome. So they've added a lot of weird stuff, or maybe yeah. there was stuff we didn't find before. But we, we went around that building, uh, okay. that little building cabin kind of thing, and uh, there was even more back there. So it was it was pretty weird to be. Walking around there at eight, nine, ten o'clock in the evening, and the only thing that was lighting our way were the stars, and of course the we had a almost a full moon, which was pretty pretty cool. Oh, cool! Yeah. Is so if you go to Death Valley, definitely uh, definitely check out the sites. They're pretty easy to find, and it's pretty well documented online. So, or you can join me next year. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, what about you? Pick up anything uh, notable? Actually, really? <laughs> well, um, in Emerald City last week, I picked up a few things. Um, I finally got a hold of the 12-inch vintage collection. I think it was uh, 12-inch uh, Chewbacca. It was a big, you know, more like 15-inch Chewbacca on the in the vintage box style thing. Uh, was that from 2005? Somewhere in there. Five. Five. Yeah. Um, that's one I've been missing for a long time. In fact, Jason, you beat me out at a sign. I remember that. For one I of those. remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So I found it. I found it for forty bucks, which was a great deal. It's like half of what it's going for on eBay. So, um, and I picked up a couple like loose figures, like an Efont Mon and stuff that would go well in a future barge, maybe. Um, well, just kind of a, a couple of little odds and ends. Uh, it was a Battlefront Two. If you remember those Battlefront Two packs, the the well, Battlefront Two multi packs. There was one with a bunch of droids and one with a bunch of clones. I found the one with droids there for fifty bucks. Um, I still need the clone one. But and then on Facebook this last week, I think it was in one of the vintage groups on Facebook. Somebody put up something else I've been looking for, which is the uh, vintage carbon freezing chamber playset, which is all cardboard. Um, they put it up for seventy five bucks with uh, four figures, and uh, that was a heck of a deal. It was about half the price what I've seen I, on eBay. So uh, I didn't I realize you got the figures nice. with it too. Yeah, oh, that's a figures, great deal then. Wow. All their weapons, everything. Yeah, I was, well, I was really I, impressed. I, I picked that up about well, four or five years ago for 125 with no figures. That, that's oh wow. Okay. Well, how were the condition? What was the condition of the figures, Ryan? Figures aren't the best. They're very well played with. The guy I bought it from um, said it was from his childhood, so it oh, was cool. okay. one of his own things. Yeah. But I think that's about it. I've just been working on my garage, getting things um, set up on my collection. All right. Matt, what about you? I got a Palatoid Death Star. Uh, it's the Canadian one. Oh, oh, just the oh, Canadian yeah. one. Never yeah. mind. Same thing, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So um, I was pretty happy with that. I got it from one of the guys here at our local club. You know what's funny, Matt, is when we did the Ice Star for when we did Ice, what was that, yeah. five years ago now, one of our early ideas on that was actually uh, replicate the um, – the uh, Palatoy Death Star in some way, and that ended up morphing into what we actually did, which was very cool. Yeah, I, I think it was much better. So yeah, I finally, you know, added that. So 
I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to display it, but it's in really good shape. I was very happy to pick that up. Now I just got to get a box for it, you know, the, <laughs> to set up behind it. So, um, nice. But apart from that, uh, I guess I got the modern equivalent that BB-8, Last Jedi's space station, whatever they call it. Actually, if you uh, want the modern equivalent, there's one in uh, that came out a couple years ago in Europe that is a full cardboard pieced together Death Star, but it's a full sphere. What is that? Um, I can send you pictures, but uh, I can't remember who made it. They made it to put like little cardboard stand-up figures type things in it, but it's like perfect for three and three-quarter inch figures. I forgot about okay. that, Ryan. I had yeah. meant to get one of those. I completely forgot about that. It is an awesome set. In fact, I did a review on it a while back on my YouTube channel. I'll have to find the episode. I actually put episode numbers on all my YouTube videos, so now I can reference them easier. But, uh, yeah, it's it was a little expensive to get to the States. I think it came from France. I got it. But... Um, it is very cool. I'm actually planning on putting Rogue One stuff on it, I think, when I get it set up. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds cool. Yeah, when I get an uh, episode number to reference that, I will do so, but it might take me a little bit here. So, Matt, you're saying you got the, the BB-8 uh, mega the, play the set? The BB-8 mega play set that, you know, that to- uh, Target had uh-huh. it for $100 and then the 50% off coupon. So, yeah, I yeah, for fifty bucks yeah. I picked it up. So it was just a matter of finding one that was not the box wasn't too beat up. Yeah, I think that's a. As a I, I like that set for what it is. I do like it. It's it's. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not crazy about the transforming into BB-8 part of it, but the rest of it is pretty cool. I what like. Was it? I like things. <laughs> Didn't Hasbro say on that that their idea was that you could have it as a playset and then fold it up and make it like decor in your in a kid's bedroom as well? So when they're done playing with it, that was the reason why it folds into BB-8. Yeah, I think that was their cover story. It seems <laughs> to me like it's. Um, I haven't tried unfolding mine since I tried to fold it, but it doesn't look like something I want to take apart and just mess with too often. No. And it's not too bad. I just recently took mine out. I bought a second one, too, because I did the same thing like Matt with that $50 deal. I couldn't pass it up. Um, anybody go to Toys R Us this week? Because uh, all the all the stories about them going out of business and filing for bankruptcy, anybody check Toys R Us out? I haven't been there in a while. I went this yeah? afternoon. What, what was it like? Just It was like it would have been any other Sunday afternoon. It's not one of the ones that's officially mm-hmm. closing so you know it wasn't anything on sale or you know abnormally on sale it wasn't you know there were maybe 10 other people in there did they have so, an um, abnormal amount of well i guess not abnormal if that's what they don't have do they have like an excess amount of those akbar first order officer two packs i uh, yeah. had 10 of them and zuvio yeah this, this is a, this is the store that for whatever reason, doesn't sell through as much as the other stores around here. I mean, they actually had a couple vintage six inch on the shelves. You know, the, uh, they had the two, uh, death star, whatever death squad commanders. And they've been there for at least a month. And yeah, they had those Akbar two packs and the stuff that always have, you know, the stuff that they will have for a year if they don't have some crazy clearance. 
Yeah, which they may have soon. <laughs> All right. Tom, do you ever go to Toys R Us? You have very little reason to, do you? I have not. I, have, I haven't been to Toys yeah. R Us in years. The last last time I was at Toys R Us, I picked up a, like a Playmobil, st- <laughs> Playmobil stagecoach <laughs> or something like that. And that was like five, ah, six years ago. Right. So, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool stuff, though. So if if I did, I would probably go right to the Playmobil aisle if those are still a thing. I think so. Yeah. The, yep. the aisle, I mean. I think so. so yeah. Expensive yep. stuff, though. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. I don't think I've picked up anything since we talked last. I don't think there's anything I'm really looking for right now. Brian, if I may ask, what's your take on the Toys R Us rumors as a former employee? <laughs> um, honestly, I'm surprised it's taken this long. I... I you know, I see a lot of posts online, people like, well, I could tell why they're going out of business. They got the same crap they had last week. Well, Toys R Us doesn't make their money. It's action figures. Action figures is a drop in the bucket. It's baby stuff that makes uh, all the money. It's all the profit at Toys R Us. And um, they're also not going out of business because of their product, because of their pricing. None of that. Uh, having worked for a company that did go out of business, Hollywood Video, who also didn't go out of business because of DVDs not being bought or rented anymore. Uh, it's because of usually poor business decisions and um, bad upper management, honestly. Uh, I know Hollywood Video, they really killed themselves constantly, and I wasn't surprised when they went out of business. And Toys R Us, I kind of expected them to go out. Um, I left the company in end of 2002. I kind of expected them to go out maybe five years within five years after that. So I've been surprised they've lasted this long. But they don't seem to make very good business decisions. Um, they they don't do things that are good for the consumer in many ways. I, you know, when I was at the company, we had a new uh, CEO takeover, and I watched him on CNN talk about how we were going to make Toys R Us so much better, and basically lied to everybody about what they were doing. It was something like uh, that we were increasing the uh, store hour or the uh, the man hours, how many of the employees working at the store, uh, because that was where Toys R Us does their, their best stuff was with their customer service. At the same time, we were reducing hours in the store. So it was just so ridiculous that, yeah, it, it's usual poor business, uh, poor upper management uh, in these situations. And Toys R Us has been doing that for a long time. I'm Let still wondering what happened to Circus World. That was my favorite toy store ever. Went out of business like around 1990. I'm, I'm still mourning the loss of uh, Payless. <laughs> The shoes, the shoe store, and pay, pay, and, pay and pack. No, the uh, the pay less, the oh. uh, drugstore, the drugstore, and everything okay. more. Wasn't it pay and save before that? Pay and save, pay and pack, pay less. Everything there was, there was a lot of paying. Yeah, there was. I think yeah. pay and save got bought out by pay less, if I remember correctly. But Jason Possibly. was Circus World just I a Midwest so. thing, and it was my. It's still I still dream about that place. It was. Yeah, I mean, oh. yeah, we had one, you know, in my part of Michigan, but I don't remember. I mean, it closed a lot earlier than 1990. Yeah, I think, uh, well, KB bought it, bought it out like around 1989, 1990. And then they just closed them okay. all or, re- or renamed them KB. That's what happened like around in the mall, like the mall that was close to where I lived. But um, I did manage last year, maybe last year or the year before to get a... Uh, a uh a vintage uh kenner uh, i believe it's a um 20 20 back stormtrooper with a circus world uh price sticker on it so that was that's like my favorite cool. thing like that's that's my favorite thing that i have right now <laughs> just for, just for that price sticker <laughs> but 
Anyways, let's move on. Hey, we're talking about vintage toys tonight. Yay. Tom's excited. Tom's excited. Yay. Um, <laughs> Yay. We're, uh, we're, this is a kind of a continuation of episode 62. We're going to kind of pick up where we left off. We were talking about the uh, figures on the uh, the 65 back that came out spring of 83-ish. Um, so we're just going to wrap up the figures that we didn't get to. I just made a list just uh, according to the photo on the back of the uh, yellow card. And uh, Biker Scout comes up first. Tom, uh, what's your uh, what's your opinion of the uh, vintage Kenner Biker Scout? This was one of my favorites back in 83. This was actually my f- it's close, but I think this is – it's got to be one of my favorite figures of this this particular wave of, of Return of the Jedi figures. Awesome. Yeah. Almost as good as the original uh, Stormtrooper. Um, definitely more articulation with the head. And, and uh, I, I got this one. I think I got this one at the same time I got the biker uh, – the, the biker uh, – or speeder bike. Excuse me. Jeez. What about the way he sits on the speeder bike? Did it ever bother you that he just kind of? Uh, that's the way I sit uh, if I walk for too long. <laughs> okay. So it doesn't look weird to me. All it right. looks fine. Uh, there's there's no need to bend your legs if you don't have to. Matt, what's your <laughs> thought on this figure? Loved it. I probably had more biker scouts than any other figure. I had, I've got a bunch of them still. So I loved the gun. And you know, I just I thought he was pretty pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice that they sculpted his his the new design for the gun and didn't just give him because they could have just cheaped out and give him like in the standard Imperial blaster <clears throat> or something, but they actually did uh, do a new sculpt for the his laser pistol, which is quite nice. You know, it's weird. I I'm a little stymied that I didn't collect more of the Biker Scout because when I was a kid. You know, the Empire line and the the Star Wars line, of course. I was I tried to get as my hands on as many stormtroopers as I could. I only had one biker scout. I don't know why. I maybe I was really slowing down by nineteen eighty three, which is which is kind of I'm kinda of mad at myself now, but what do you You know, do? I never had a biker scout when I was a kid. I remember one of my friends and I, we uh, pooled our money together to buy, to uh to buy a 10-pack of figures from the J.C. Penny catalog. And so we... Nice. Yeah, so we, wow. we put our money together. We from I don't know what we were, how we were making money back then, but picking blueberries or something stupid. But uh, so we ordered it, and we divvied, we divvied up all the characters. They were all Return of the Jedi. And originally, I was going to get the Biker Scout, so I was super excited about that. But the last minute, he's like, no, I really want the Biker Scout. You can have like 8d8 or something I, I forget who it was and so uh i was like yeah that's fine and he already had this the speeder bike and i didn't so it made sense i guess but i was a little disappointed missed out on that biker scout i, I yeah i would have been so but i have two now but i never had one as a kid it, it's a great figure uh, it's so such close. a nice figure my only problem my only problem with it is that it, it's not a huge problem but he doesn't at least mine the two i have he doesn't really hold his uh pistol very well i can never get him to really hold on to it no it's it kind of off, off yeah. the side i remember i remember yeah. that ryan what are your uh what's your opinion of this one it was one of my favorite figures i think i had three of them from when i was a kid 
Um, I I remember getting a um a speeder bike at uh what's it called? Is it Marshalls or something like that? Someplace that's like a discount chain now, but was kind of a more expensive store back in '83. Um, and I I loved the biker scout. I loved the speeder bike. I it was enthralling to me. I didn't. I, I didn't make the connection of the, the T-bar thing on top of the, the um, speeder bike and him having straight legs. Of course, we were just used to our figures having straight legs at the time. Um, so it didn't really bother me. But And I like remember the commercials for the, the figure and everything. I, I loved it. And I, like I said, I think I have three from childhood and probably about five or six by now. Yeah, that commercial that featured the Biker Scout was pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 Remember that. I remember that now. So weaving through the the chair legs in the dining room or something as if they were trees. Yeah, and there's like I think there's a, like a little bit of uh, isn't there like a little bit of uh, like it's like isn't there like a little bit of computer animation incorporated into the commercial? I think you're right. Oh, no, the, the kid the, turns into one or vice exactly. versa. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, there okay. you go. Yeah. That kid looks kind of like me when I was younger. Oh, you know, it would be the best show ever if we could get all the kids that were on that commercial. Those not that commercial, all the Kenner commercials, to just talk about uh, making those. I'm sure Rick. I'm sure Rick Schroeder would drop everything <laughs> to come on to Galaxy. So. Oh, that would be great. I haven't seen Rick Schroeder in a while. Um, actually, on that note, I love the fact that the uh, speeder bike had a T-bar to hold the figure on top. If are there are any entrepreneurs out there who just want to install you know, T-bars on everything so I don't have to bend my legs and I can just, you know, my my work chair at home, uh, at work, you know, install it on a sofa. That would be, oh, the car, we could probably work something out. I'd pay top dollar. Get on it. I'd love to just see uh, Tom Photoshop sitting somewhere with a T-bar, keeping him in his seat or whatever. You know what's weird was when when they oh, re-released great. that bike, that speeder bike in '95 or '96, that they didn't remove the T-bar, but the uh, right, the T-bar was still on it. But the the '96 Power of the Force Two Biker Scout had bendable knees. Well, it- he was in a position anyway. I don't, wasn't he really not bendable? No, those are the first. Yeah, that no, was the first Star Wars figure that had knees that would bend. Oh, that's right. He, he was just kind of squatting though. Too, yeah, he, he couldn't stand. He's up. kind of yeah. yeah. He's a bit bow-legged <laughs> if he stood up. Looks like he's dancing. Yeah. Man, you guys are distraught with the biker Scott. You're describing my weekends. <laughs> bow-legged, not able to stand up. Oh boy. It's just hitting too close. Can't hold to on home. your gun just, and yeah. It's a, right. Yeah. Exactly. I need a T-bar. Yeah. Man. Next next old. on the list is uh, Bib Fortuna. This was one oh. of the figures I did have. I never really had much use for him because I didn't have Jabba. I didn't. What? Yeah. G.I. Joe is starting I didn't, to, I didn't either. to take my attention away at this point. I remember I took Bib Fortuna has this great soft good coat. And uh, I remember yes. I took it off and gave it to my Zartan G.I. Joe figure to wear because <laughs> I thought it looked cool on Zartan. And I, I never liked Bib Fortuna. As an adult, I can appreciate it a little more. He's got the soft good coat. He's got the uh, – is that armor that he's got on in his chest? Yeah. Something, yeah. A little belt with some armor on it, soft plastic. And then he's got this uh, uh, staff, which – was not in the movie, right? No. No. No, it wasn't. 
just the Kenner original. You know what's funny though? I assumed this was because I didn't see Return of the Jedi very. I, don't, I think I saw it maybe twice as a kid before it, you know, hit the uh, home video, and I just assumed he had the staff in the movie. My memory just couldn't couldn't. Uh, my memory would like adjust the toys to what was in the movie a lot of times. <laughs> if you just told me that he had the staff in the movie, yeah. I would have believed you. <laughs> I never realized that either until Sideshow did their Bib Fortuna and the bonus feature when they put that out was his Kenner staff that was not in the movie. I was like, oh, it, it just never clicked with me either. Yeah. So, Ryan, what did, what did you think of this figure when you were growing up or now? I liked it. I thought he was awesome. I loved soft goods on figures when I was a kid too, and his uh, cloak fits so very well. Um, you know, I liked his staff. At the same time, I did have Job of the Hut, so he fit with that. But he didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, you look back at Bib Fortuna. Uh, mine looks practically new uh, because all he did is I'd stand him on the back end of Jabba's throne, and he just stood there. He didn't fight anybody. He didn't do anything. He just stood there with Jabba. He was like Jabba's guard and didn't do anything else. Yeah. Uh, Tom, what did you have Bib Fortuna? I did, yeah. Um, he's got that weird look on his face, like he just pooped his pants. He's got those pink eyes and pink lip, or yeah, that pink kinda around his that, eyes. Kind of, Ed, he's got kind of got that Ed Grimley, oh, I must <laughs> say, kind of look on his face. I uh, I dig it. It's it's uh, definitely the first Twi'lek, right, that we've seen. Yeah. So, uh, soft goods were great. Uh, when you take off the uh, the coat and all that stuff, you've, he's got that slick uh, kind of uh, uh, bluish cloak, turquoisey kind of look to it. So uh, you know he uh, he's he's got the garb to just uh, stand around and and look weird, I guess. Yeah. Ryan, my uh, my figure also didn't see a whole lot of play. He just <laughs> just kind of stood around. But he does it so well. Matt, how many Bib Fortuna figures did you have? Just one. And that was just because I was a completist even then. So um, I didn't, I, like you, I didn't have Jabba. So um, I didn't really have anything to do with him. I thought he was, I didn't know what was going on with that mouth. He's got that just huge grimace, smile. He's baring his teeth, whatever it is that I I didn't, you know, I, I was never a big fan of the Java stuff, you know, even as a kid. So all those figures sort of sat collecting dust while I was hanging out with the Bike Scouts. <laughs> so, Ryan, I guess you were the only one who had the Java playset. The rest of us went without. Oh, I, that's weird. It's crazy. I, I know I got that. I think it was from Gemco. A little store we had down in uh, Lancaster, California. But uh, yeah, I, I had Java pretty quickly, but I always loved him. It, it was a really cool set, and it was one of my favorites. And I remember when I pulled my stuff out when, um, like, in the early '90s, when I was getting back into Star Wars, pull out the vintage. One of the first things I had was like a little Java diorama with Java and all the aliens and Luke in front and all that stuff. That makes for one nice. of the best dioramas ever. Setting up Java. It's just I, you could, yeah. you could it's hard to beat that one, I think. All right, moving on, let's go to Rebel Commando. He's exciting. Yeah, he's exciting. I uh drafted this guy into the GI Joe army since he basically is just an army man. He's a lot of green, looks uh 
He just kind of looks kind of plain. I didn't know how to incorporate this guy into my Star Wars play. So I don't know what I don't know what else to really say about him. Tom, did you have this one? I did. I got this one in in Germany. I remember I got it at Kaufhof in Ludenscheid in uh, West Germany. And I think I got the uh, the biker scout and the uh, speeder bike at the same time. And they had quite a large display of figures. And for some reason, I picked this guy. But I think if I was if I got the biker scout and the speeder bike, this guy had to kind of, you know, he was the uh, he was the uh, black to the white or the black to the, you know, whatever uh, he we needed a, a good guy against the bad guys. So, um this was an uh, incredibly lame figure, but uh, you know, as as you can, as we can see clearly, uh, the the Star Wars line is is kind of screeching to a halt here. <laughs> yeah, really screeching to a halt because of one figure. Yeah, come on, Tom. Well, I mean, you know, I, you know Return of the Jedi really isn't. The... This guy is excited as exciting as a Bespin guard. Come on. It's it, well, I'll give you that, but you know, as yeah. we as we keep going here, it it doesn't get too much more exciting. I gotta. He has I a pretty nifty it. backpack. Whatever. Yeah, he does. It's yeah. molded to him. <laughs> He's well, Dengar. it's like Dengar, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll give the Jedi figures. I mean, they're good figures. I mean, even if the you know we were getting older or whatever, and we don't as fondly look back on them, the figures were pretty good. I mean, as far as how they were made, and I mean, a lot of them had unique weapons or accessories. You know what would have made this figure cute. better? A removable helmet. Yes. Which they were doing at the time, right? Yeah, they were doing that by oh. now. So they sh- I'm surprised they didn't. Leia had a helmet, right? Yeah, Boosh and uh, Lando. But then Leia. Endor Leia? Did Endor Leia have a yes, helmet? Yes, removable. Yep. 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 Yeah. So they could have done that they with could've. this guy. Um, at, uh, one cool thing about Rebel Commando was um, at uh, Celebration Orlando last year, uh, Chris Botkins, who's... Um, I think he's a pretty notable uh, Rebel Commando collector and uh, vintage toothbrush collector. He had, as a, a exclusive little giveaway, he had a uh, a vintage Oral B style a Rebel Commando toothbrush that he was giving away. It's I so awesome. Is it is it tooth? Yeah, yeah I didn't either. I don't think he had a lot well, of them. Thanks. <laughs> well, thanks, I got Chris. I got thanks for one, nothing. and it's awesome. It's like it's really cool. So I have that in my I have that Whatever, in my toothbrush I collection. I don't. Who cares? I don't want one anyway. <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid. I'm gonna Chris post. Hawkins. I'll post a photo of it on the Facebook page. It's it's really nice. I'd yeah. like to see that. It's cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing I'll say about yeah. this figure, they just uh, he was like, they just spent like three hours talking about him on the Kivecast last month. He was the yeah. figure of the month, and the whole time in my head, I'm trying to picture him, and I kept picturing. The one from 1997. Really? Yeah, with the camo painted on. I had when I got home, I had a because I listened to the in my car, so I don't have this stuff around me. And then I got home and actually had a look at the actual vintage figure. That's how much of a, it, you know, I remembered it. So <laughs> to talk about this figure for an hour is is a, is a feat. <laughs> um. Yeah. That. But he does. He looks more G.I. Joe than Star Wars. Yeah, I can see that. He does. He does. Yeah. Um. And and if anyone actually wants to check out the uh, that I listen that was actually a Kivecast episode number 
88, I believe. It's called, uh, I've got it right here. I listened to it uh, a couple months ago, I think. Um, Commando Love. So if you if you uh, want more information about Rebel Commando, check out the uh, Kivecast. Next. Free plug, Sky. There you go. <laughs> Next is the. Uh... <laughs> there you go. There you go, Steve. <laughs> Hope you're happy. Um, okay, so. Next on the list is the Gamorrean Guard. Um, my memory is that this figure hung on the pegs forever. I don't think this was... I love this figure. It's one of my favorites. I didn't have it as a kid, but as an adult, I think it's one of their best. Not too bad at all. So, okay. um, Ryan, what what are your what were your thoughts on the Gamorrean Guard? Oh, you know, this was a really cool figure. I, I know I had two or... I want to say three of them as a kid. Um, I love the detail on it, even though his head didn't move, and the axe. You know, he, he had that really cool axe that was nice. And, you know, it's not the first figure that I remember getting. It was the, the last one, or the third one, or whatever. I went on a, a cruise to Alaska in 1986 with my grandparents. And on the cruise, I was only 10 years old. They had lots of things for kids to do. And one of them was to play bingo. And a lot of the prizes for bingo was vintage carded figures or Star Wars figures for the most part because there was no such thing as vintage at the time. And um, I went often and I got a bunch of these. And I know the Gamorrean Guard was one of them. I know I think I got a um, Endor Leia, Endor Han in that, uh, probably a couple other, maybe a Biker Scout or something. And uh, I really wish because I wasn't really doing Star Wars. I was doing G.I. Joe at the time. I really wish I just brought those home. And stashed them away. I know I opened them up and, and put them in the collection because I just opened my toys, you know. But, man, it would be nice to still have those carded because I still – to this day, I still don't have any uh, vintage carded action figures. Tom, you have any good stories about the Gamorrean Guard? Great story, Ryan. Um, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Deja vu. Uh, I do not, but uh, I love the fact that uh, – you know, the Gamorrean guard is so big like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the fact that he's uh, you know, he's got his he's got his axe in one hand and that in that angry, clenching, piggy rage. He's got uh, his, it, the emotion in the other hand. It's all clenched up. And, yeah. And we should also bring uh, up the fact that they reused that the mold. That wasn't funny the second time either, Jason. We so. should we should also bring up that they reused the mold for the um, Friar Tuck. Friar Tuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and what's the yeah? They, what's the difference? I still think that that head looks like Sala, though. That's just me. It's not Sala. <laughs> I know it's not. I know it's not, but it does look like it. Ryan, how much of the mold did they use for for Friar Tuck? It's most of it. Um, if you ever look at the two together, um, he has like this ring on his chest. The Gamorian does. Uh, it kind of looks like a spoked wheel or something like that. And on Friar Tuck, it's not there. Um, the Friar Tuck, you see a lot of the Gamorrean Guard with less details, what I would say, mostly. Um, and they just put a cloak over the body, so you never saw it. And the funny thing is, it's, of course, this is a three-and-three-quarter-inch figure, and he was short for that. And this, the Robin Hood line was a five-inch figure line, so Friar Tuck was really short in that. But that Robin Hood line stole from everything, um, like Robin Hood and Will Scarlet and all those. Any figure that was kind of an archer in the movie, they reused uh, the body from uh, Green Arrow from the Superpowers line. And, of course, you know, Sherwood Forest was a redo of Ewok Village, and the Ewok Battle Wagon was reused without the skull on the top uh, as a Robin Hood vehicle as well. Uh, I think there's uh, even a couple figures 
that reused uh, the superpower Superman body. Um, so this whole line, the Robin Hood line, stole left and right from all sorts of other Kenner properties. But at the same time, like the carded figures are really cool because they're very vintage Star Wars esque because they're the giant picture on the on the card. I actually have a full set of these carded for that reason because I just love the way they look because they're a lot like vintage uh, Star Wars figures. Yeah, they they do those cards do look nice. I didn't really care. Yeah, I didn't yeah. really care for the movie that much. So I like the yeah. movie. So <laughs> all right, the Sherwood Forest playset was a heck of a lot cooler looking than the uh, the Endor playset myself. Yeah, I'd love to pick one of those up. How much do those go for these days? Too much. <laughs> Matt, they go for too. Much. I I want one too, and I keep. I've never seen a good price on one. Yeah. When did they ever figure out? You know, back in the pre-internet days, that that was the Gamorrean guard figure. Oh, I'm sure I mean, somebody. I mean, who, somebody had to figure it out. I mean, I don't know. I mean, most I of us. I think time, if you had, I think if you had both and you saw them, yeah, I think it was pretty obvious. Yeah, but I mean, it's just you know, how many people were if you had bought a Gamorrean guard? Because this was really before, you know, 1990. There wasn't a lot of vintage collecting going on. So I knew in the 90s. I know that. Um, yeah. Kind of early internet, if you will. Yeah. But we also knew that they stole a lot. I mean, we all saw pictures of Sherwood Forest. I don't know about you, but I remember seeing the toys in the store. And the pictures, that I was like, that's Ewok Village. Lame. They just stole Ewok Village, you know. So <laughs> I probably didn't set foot inside a toy store between 1986 and 95. So I, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm with I'm with you, Matt. I really have to admit that. And, uh, if, I, and if I'd seen, for, you look at Friar Tuck, like Carter, he's got, like you said, he's got that cloak all over him. So, I mean. <laughs> You'd have to open him up to see, oh, look, he's a Gamorrean guard and whatever. You know, it's just it would have been neat to figure it out in those pre, you know, it's all served up to us now. It's everybody knows that that's the same figure. But back then, you yeah. would have had to figure it out for True. yourself. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Moving on. To, uh, we've got Low Gray, the Ewok Medicine Man. And I believe on the original cards, this this figure, this figure, and both Chief Chirpa were blacked out. Yeah. For the, you know, I'm not exactly sure with the sixty with the sixty five back how many of the figures actually came out at first, but these two were held back, kind of like Yoda was, I believe, for Empire Strikes Back. But uh, on the card back, instead of uh, waiting to print a new card back, they just blacked them out. So, I don't think I don't have any of the cards that these are blacked out. I'd love to have one though. Doesn't the card back say something like that they're blacked out for for secrecy of new characters in the movie or something yeah, like that? I don't know. I don't know. Matt, do you have one? Well, it doesn't say anything on the cards specifically. Oh, okay. They're just you know blacked, and the names of the figures are there. Mm. You know, on the list, they're just the you know it looks like they're blacked out. I mean, I remember finding these figures in the store, not the Chief Chirpa and Low Gray, but other 65 backs before the movie came out and, you know, seeing those guys blacked out and, you know, whoa, you know, that, what is it? What's so cool that we can't see it. So I remember that too, Matt. I was saying the same way. Yeah. And I mean, even like, I remember like they do the same thing today, but like, I remember the week leading up to the movie, the today show had a, a segment on the movie talking to somebody every day. And one day Luke Mark Camel was on there and, you know, he was hinting at the Ewoks, you know, saying, 
you know, like the, he was asked, it's like, um, well, so we hear you have a bunch of, you have a new character in this movie that's supposed to compete with E.T., you know, for cute. And he's here, oh, yeah, we've got a lot of cute new friends on this movie. And I was like, what are the hell are you talking about? But <laughs> then I got, then I saw the comic book and I figured it all out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, here we've got Low Gray, the first Ewok. Uh, Tom, did you have any Ewoks or did you have Low Gray? I did. I had, I had the first two. I had Low Gray and the uh, Chief wow, Chirpa. I'm kind of surprised. I, I don't see you as a, an Ewok guy who would have bought these. Well, I, you know, I was 12 at the time and, you know, I was still, still in it to win it. So actually up to a point, I, I had every return of the Jedi figure. Wow. And just kind of after, after 88, I just went kind of cold turkey. Okay. So what are your thoughts of Logre? Great figure as far as, you know. As far as what you got, I mean, a lot of detail in the uh, and the accessories. I love that little, whatever the heck that is, like the 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 bird skull that's on his head. It's a pretty tight figure. Yeah, he did come pretty decked out with the removable. Um... Yeah, and all yeah, exactly. All that stuff was removable, which was which was really he had like cool. his medicine bag. Because if you have two. Yeah, if you had two figure or, or two of these, you could have, you know, uh, Low Gray and Low Gray's half brother. <laughs> S- well, you know, on, on the uh, on the Ewok Village box, they actually have a lot of Low Grays uh, without hoods on, uh, because they only had two Ewoks out when they put out Ewok Village. So it was all the uh, a Low Gray and Chief Chirpa. On, um, on the uh, Ewok Village box, they have like. Two Chief Chirpas hauling around C-3PO. And then another Chief Chirpa up near the uh, drum set. That really bothered me as a kid. I I hated <laughs> the idea of that. Because I, I only could see that as a character. I couldn't see those as a like an army builder. It just bugged me. Well, when you've got when you got two, you're kinda your back is against the wall at that point. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, Matt, what what do you think about Low Gray? I thought he was fine. Uh, for whatever reason, I had to have two of all of the Ewoks. So army building, you know, cause I thought they were all pretty cool. I was army building Ewoks back then. Wow. But that being said, I mean, I remember once the movie came out and I had digested it, I was here like, why is it these two? Why isn't it wicked? You know, why, why, what made Kenner think whenever they saw this movie or saw the characters that were coming why they thought these two were important and wicket was less important but that's a good question wicket was definitely definitely stole the show he should have been first all that being said i never and i've got an ewok village i never noticed that the box had only these two guys on it so. <laughs> but but wicket was too really teeny wasn't he i mean compared when he to came he, out these guys. yeah he's he was very smaller, small but still i mean what they what they should have done is given him a uh, vinyl cape vinyl cape wicket Final cape wicket. Uh-huh. Don't ru- don't ruin my joke, Ryan. Come on. Uh-huh. All right. So um cloth cape wicket. <laughs> next next was Chief Chirpa. I didn't I had Logre. I didn't have Chief Chirpa. I didn't really like Chief Chirpa. He he, he seemed inferior to me to Logre. Cuz he had less <laughs> less he came with less stuff. Wow. I don't know. I wasn't a huge Ewok fan at this point. 
Not like Tom. Oh man, I was. Sounds like you're an Ewok not hater. A hater. I thought they were okay. I I just wasn't. There were definitely other figures I would have rather had. I wasn't collect. I wasn't getting them huh. all. I was only getting some. So Chief Chirpa never made it into my collection. Um, Ryan, did he make it into yours? Oh yeah, definitely. I was the opposite of you. I loved the Ewoks. Um, I was huge into them. I remember when Wicket and Tebow came out. I couldn't wait to get those. But uh, right away, I had Logre and Chief Chirpa. Um, Ewok Village was uh, my Christmas gift from '83. I was so excited to get that. Uh, so it's probably not surprising I was a founding member of the Ewok Builders Club. But um, I loved Ewoks. I, I totally bought into it right away. What was I when Jedi came out? I was six, almost seven. So uh, I was really big and, and loving the Ewoks. I got posters of Ewoks, anything. If it was Ewoks, I wanted it. I, I was excited for it. Um, the funny thing I found interesting is on both Chi Chirpa and Logre, and this did bother me as a kid, is they're both like gritting their teeth, like they're angry. You know, none of the other Ewoks really are like that, but both of these guys are are angry Ewoks, if you will. Well, they were gonna eat everybody. I mean, they were they took everybody prisoner and were gonna eat them all. Yeah, That's they true. weren't exactly yeah. <laughs> jolly. Wicket and Tebow, though, you know, they they weren't gritting their teeth yeah. anymore, and yeah. You know, they they were I think they were trying to play away from the cuddly maybe on the figure and going for the more uh, the more savage I, I don't know but uh, I always found that interesting as a kid Matt who's a better figure Chief Chirpa or Logre Yeah did you have, you had two of Chief Chirpa I got them both yeah two of each and I think I used Chirpa as Wicket until there was a Wicket figure but you know Logre's got more gear yeah. so and he's got the stripes right. And a cooler card yeah. back. Yeah. Tom, you want to add anything about Chief Chirpa? Uh, okay. No. <laughs> uh, they're Ewoks. Ewok, they're Ewok. They're cuddly Ewoks with a gnashing kind of look to their face. Uh, kind of gnashing. Is that what? Is that a word? Gnashing their teeth? Sure, we can go with Gnashing that. their teeth? I don't it, know. Yes, it is. Whatever. Ewoks. All right, so the next figure on the list is Admiral Akbar, which Ryan pointed out in the last time we were talking about these vintage Return of the Jedi figures, was actually kind of the first Return of the Jedi figure because he was a, a mail away before any of these came out. So yeah. really he was first um, with the Revenge of the Jedi offer, right? It was Revenge of the Jedi offer? Yeah, it was to get your Revenge of the Jedi uh, yeah. figure early. So, yeah. Um, Admiral Akbar, he's um, he's kind of a controversial figure these days. You know, he's kind of got a lot of fans upset about his uh, unceremonious let's not, let's demise. Not, let's not go. Let's not go we there. Won't, we won't. I don't want to get into it. Let's let's remember. Let's remember Akbar as, as he, he once was. was. Okay. So Tom, did you have Akbar? Little little side of tartar <laughs> sauce. Did you there. have Admiral Akbar? Did you mail I away? Did. Or did you I did. I think at the I, store? I did. I got the mail away Akbar. Wow. How yeah. do you remember yeah. if how did you get him like way sooner than the figure came out in the store pegs or was it around the same time? I think it was pretty close to the same time. So so you weren't running around um, for me anyway. Um, I thought it was. So what, you weren't running around reason? on the playground saying I've got Emer Akbar. You guys don't. He's not out yet. I mailed away. No, the, I this see this was this was kind of after running around on the playground this was more like 
this was more like if any <laughs> girls find out that you're still collecting Star Wars toys. Yeah. It's, it's kind of sad. Just, you know, keep, you, this on the, keep this on the it, down yeah, low. It's kind you? of a sad thought to think one day you're running around on the playground and happy and showing off your Star Wars toys, and then at some point you're and not. Then you've got a rep to and That's check. over. Yeah. Whatever rep you've got <laughs> when you're 12, 13 years old. But, <laughs> whatever. I tried, damn it. But uh, Akbar was great. Um, you know, it's it's. It, when did that extra trap kind of thing uh, start? Uh, because you know everybody heard it in '83, but I don't think it really took off until like the the 2008. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought it was more in nineteen in the '90s. I remember a little really? bit more of that in the '90s. Yeah, but I got the autograph of um. Oh my gosh, what's the guy? What's the what's the pup? Tim Rose. Tim Rose. Tim Rose Tim at Rose. one of the celebrations the last few years, and uh, I asked him to autograph, uh, autograph, may the force be with us, because that's the, the Akbar is the only person us. that says that. I've always liked that, because it's very inclusive of everyone. I always thought that was a really good line. Yes. And he told me, he's like, yep. you don't know how happy I am that you're not asking me to sign. It's a trap. <laughs> I've been signing that for years, and I, I'm just so happy someone asked me to write something else. So if you're, I know <laughs> he he does autograph he does autograph circuit frequently. I'm pretty sure if you uh, want to make his day and you want to get Admiral Akbar's autograph, ask him to not sign. It's a trap, but uh, pick one of his other lines. Like um, I just got vacuumed out the uh, side of this. What was that vessel they were on? No, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no. <laughs> The Radis. The Radis, yeah. Radis. Adios, the Radis. <laughs> I don't know what he would have said. They didn't... I, wish I, I wish I could marry Poppins back to the ship. <laughs> they didn't even give the poor guy a chance to say anything as he got sucked out of the vehicle. The spaceship. It's a trap! I'm not trying to... It's a holy I'm not trying crap! to on episode eight. Oh. I, I mostly enjoyed it. Anyways... <laughs> okay, uh, Ryan, what is your thoughts on Admiral Akbar? You know, I, I did do the mail away on him. Um, uh, this is a great figure. I, it was another one of those. I remember when the the Power Force Two kit one came out. Was it ninety eight? And it's, it was not as good as the vintage one, in my opinion. Uh, this was just a really well done figure. Uh, it wasn't until we got the uh, the vintage collection one in what 2011 or something that we really updated him but uh he was so cool i don't know why he has a staff though I, he never used a staff in the movie um you know why did general him general Medine, any of them I why think, did they have staff so it's not like they had a you had to yeah uh, something they didn't have a chalkboard behind him that they were you know showing the plans on or whatever it didn't, was all didn't uh, clone so. wars give him that staff though when he when he, there were some did, clone yeah. wars episodes with akbar he wasn't an admiral yet, but I think he had that staff. Captain, Captain Edward. Edward. I think he had that staff. I think so. I, I also want a Clone Wars. Hasbro to do a Clone Wars Admiral or Captain mm-hmm. Akbar. I'm surprised it ever. Yeah, did. that would have been a. That seems like a no-brainer, but it does. But oh well. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, did you was. mail away for Akbar? Or did you buy him at the store? Mail away. Nice. Um, I don't remember when I got them, but I mean, it would have been before the movie because they did nine numb even after Akbar before the movie came out, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. Nine numb he was, yep. on Empire yeah, Cards. He was right there when the movie came yep. out. So, but I mean, I never, I always thought he was just sort of dull, you know, it was, you know, he was, he was fine, mm-hmm. but not one of my favorites. Okay. Not much playtime. Right. Nah. Star Wars line. <laughs> it's kind of labored breathing at this point. <laughs> All right. Not faulting Kenner. I'm just, you know, I don't know. Next is, uh. I think it's at Akbar just kind of <laughs> the bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not gonna get any better. What's the next? What's the next picture? The next one is Klaatu, which I think is right. a really See, nice yeah. figure. He's, He's the awesome. sculpt is really good. The soft goods are really good for the time, especially for 1983. Just really nice. Soft goods are still good for now. Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> not always. Well, on his on yeah, this figure, yeah, yeah. Was... they hold up. This figure, this figure holds up. This is a really nice figure. Oh, yeah. Matt, what is your thought on Klaatu? Uh, he was one of Jabba's guys. So, you know, I had him, but I never, you know, I never set up Jabba scenes or anything because, yeah, like like Tom said, it was it was awful now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, all these figures. No, he is. He's an awesome figure in retrospect. You know, I... I at the time, I didn't appreciate how good soft goods were on this and stuff like the Royal Guard and all that. But, you know, it, it is a good figure and he does hold up. But at the time, I just didn't get a lot of playability. I mean, Star Wars figures, the first Star Wars figures were awesome. I mean, I, I played with those nonstop. Empire Strikes Back nonstop. Once you get once you get to Java's guys, it's just eh. Part of it though is we're getting older. I know, getting older, but and the toys are having less appeal. Even if if you had all these figures in a pile, and you, you know, where you were feeling nostalgic, I would not. I would pick up Vader. I would pick up, yeah, you know, Han Solo. I wouldn't be picking up Klaatu as my. Yeah, I'd first pick up figure. like Bespin, Luke, and Greedo. I would go right for the Return of the Jedi. What's that, Ryan? I would go right for the Return of the Jedi figures. That's some of my favorite stuff from childhood. Well, you're a little, you're slightly younger than I am. I, mean, I know. It's a age little different. bit. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, I don't want to argue, Ryan. Okay. I'm right. I'm right. Okay. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> um. Anybody want to add anything about Klaatu? Ryan. No. Uh, Barada Nikto. <laughs> He's got a soft. He's got a soft goods dress on. Anybody try to take yes. it off? And that doesn't come off either. It was stuck to him. Or is that a kilt? I call is it a skirt. A kilt? A what? It's a sash. A sash? sash? I don't know if that's any better. <laughs> it's a low-hanging sash. Uh, what, what, are you, no, what's, what am I trying to think of? Loincloth. That's there it. There you go. <laughs> very long Oh, they were trying cloth. to compete with He-Man. Because He-Man was... Uh, was He-Man out yeah, yeah, yeah. He-Man started in 82. Kenner, Kenner had a oh, lot, yeah, you know, by 83, that. by the time these figures were out, Kenner had Masters of the Universe and G.I. Joe, a real American yep. hero to worry about. And I know as a, I was dipping into both of those at this time. So that's why I yep. probably have a lot of holes in my Return of the Jedi collection, because He-Man and G.I. Joe. 
I was still going strong mm-hmm. at this point. I definitely had all of these figures, so. I never bought any He-Man figures. I got into G.I. Joe a couple years later. I never bought, after 1980, I never bought anything but Star Wars figures. You know, I had some Battlestar and Buck Rogers at one point, but. Oh, those are good. I never did He-Man or Transformers or G.I. Joe. Well, Transformers are. Here's a Klaatu thing. Here's what's wrong with the Klaatu. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wrong with Hasbro line. Here we go. There Here are more go. Klaatu figures than Darth Vader. <laughs> like, like if you did Because they came out with Klaatu and another outfit oh. later. The, the Skiff Guard. Oh, I see you're saying. But the whole time we got one Darth Vader figure. More oh, yeah. versions. I thought you meant Vader. actual, physically more figures produced. Oh, no. No. Yeah, I Vader, Vader ran for the whole run. Yeah. Yeah, they should have updated Vader at some point, either removable helmet or just yeah. updated Vader. I, I, I mentioned this on another show, on another show we did, but I did update my Vader. I did. I had took Squidhead's uh, cape off, dyed it <laughs> black with some kind of ink we had around the house, and gave it to Vader, and it was awesome. I, nice. if I ever find a donor Vader and uh, Squidhead, I may actually try to recreate that because it was so glorious when I was a kid. Oh, you you could find both for days. You I'm just afraid if I redo it, it won't live up to how I remember it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anyway, it will be, be cool it though. Be. Um. Wow, we're down to the last one for today. Um, this is nine nun. I've heard this pronounced so many different ways. I don't know. <laughs> nine nun, nine num, nine numb. Nienum. I think it's nine numb, right? Nine numb. Well, and you. Nine well, on the uh, on the card on the sixty five card back, it's spelled. It is spelled N I E N, and then the last name is N U N B. So there's no M in it. Yeah. Well, his his buddy is ten numb, right? Is that his? Right. Yeah. So is there a is there a Four, five, and six numb out Isn't there, there somewhere. Eight numb. I thought yeah. there was an eight numb. Right. Who's one numb? He's probably a governor or something. There's probably a there's probably President. a book or, President. It's probably numb. one of the books. Snoke. One of the one of the EU novels. I'm sure it's all it's all there. Boy, if you're if you're if you're six million eight hundred fifty-three thousand <laughs> two hundred sixty-five numb, you're in bad shape. You're never getting you're, you're never getting to the front of the line for Chow. This was a the second mail away figure. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I'm not saying right, it wasn't. It. I'm just oh, it's getting late. Getting late. I'm sorry. Um, this I'm was sorry the second mail away figure for uh, Return of the Jedi, and um, I saw this mail away before I saw the film, so I was convinced that this character would be significant in the movie. I don't know why. I just had it in my head that this was going to be a a really big character and uh. Was, significant. was he? He was. He was the Chewbacca to Lando. Yeah. Right. He blew up the second Death Star. He helped yeah. out. Yeah. Did he help or was he just along for the ride? Did he actually do anything? And he laughs off. He laughs yeah, off he laughs. Stuff. He yeah. laughs. But he didn't really do anything. Maybe he did. I don't know. What did Chewie do in the he, co-pilot? Yeah, he did as much as Chewbacca. No. <laughs> he did yeah. not do as much as Chewbacca. It's true. Really, it's it's true. He, Chewbacca just kind of chills. He just hangs right. out, too. He's almost like a bystander for at this point. All right. Well, visually, I think this is a great figure. 
I like the red. Well, they the nailed the likeness. Yeah. 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 Um, it's good. This is one of my favorites. Even after I saw the movie and realized he didn't do much, I would hold this up as one of definitely one of my favorite Return of the Jedi figures. Tom, did you mail away for this one as well? I don't remember this one. Uh, I, I don't think so, actually. Because at this point, maybe I'd, I'd probably ran out of proofs of purchase. Um, but um, His blaster is a reuse of... The, who? Yeah. TIE Pilot. Yeah, it's just a different color. Yeah. It's black and the TIE Pilot is gray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matt, did you mail away for this figure? I'm sure I did. Okay. Um, I don't remember mailing away mm-hmm. for him, but I, my mother religiously kept all those pops, so I'm I'm sure we did. But it's a cool figure, like you said, it looks like him. Uh, he's you know most of the mailway figures were of characters that just sort of looked cool, but you know it turned out to be not hugely significant. You know, it's like Fett and the Emperor and then a bunch of aliens. So, yeah. He's fine. Yeah. With this figure in the in the the last two uh, um, episodic movies, episode seven and eight, I'm surprised they haven't put a newer version out. They did. They did. They did. Yeah, there was Awakens. Really? Wow. I'm getting old. I just don't remember this. Is he wearing the same outfit? Yeah, basically. Wow. Somehow I completely forgot that. Really? It's like the one of the last waves of Force Awakens. That's right. But, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. One of the, He's one probably of the, up at your five right. below okay, right I now. Okay, I remember now. He was one of the harder ones to find. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. When I was a kid, I always thought that that dark part was hair, but that's like a like a almost like a skull cap kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little leather like helmet. A, like a bathing, it's one of those, yeah, like 1930s ba- like leather helmets. I thought the same thing, Tom, and I thought those lines were um where he parted his hair. Like, he's got, like, two parts on top of his head. I thought the same thing. I thought that was hair. I think I did, too. <laughs> this is like a Luke X-Wing hair thing again, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Doesn't really... I mean, in the picture, it doesn't... The picture of the figure on the on the card front doesn't really illustrate exactly what's going on there, but uh, sexy-looking beast, that nine-numb. Ryan... But there's not much Ryan, I can you have say anything exciting to say shit, about nine num. Really. I'm, I'm nine uh, I think I, I mailed away for him too because I'm pretty sure from Forlom uh, until Anakin, I uh, I emailed or emailed. I mailed away for all of them because it was great back then. For those who don't remember, you didn't have to send money. You just send your was it four or five proof of purchases and you got a figure. I mean, you just had to send away that way. You didn't have to send a check or anything. You, didn't have to to, for shipping? you just had to wait four to six weeks. No, Which, I remember when G, when G.I. Joe, when I did my first mail away on G.I. Joe, I was like, what? You got to pay money? What's up with that? Four to six weeks that felt like an eternity. Yeah. 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 So 9-Num's still alive, though, right? He's one of, like, the six guys that got on the Falcon yeah. at the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, he's so. still alive. He's going to co-pilot Falcon with Chewie or something, right? You know, maybe Lando comes back and they have a little reunion in Episode Nine. That'd be cool. Well, if if they if they're part of the course, they probably will never never see each other again. 
You know, I, I heard an interview with uh, Billy D recently um, on a comic book podcast, and uh, Billy D sounded like you know, he, the guy would talk to him about you know everything about uh, coming back and what he thought of what the character could do, and he's like he, Billy D just sounded like he didn't care at all. But then you know we'd talk about Lando, and like you could tell. The Billy D loved the character. That was he felt he made a part of the character. He felt he was the character and all that, and he totally owned up on that. And he would remember things about what Lando did and how he thought and defended him on Bespin and all that. But well, you know, you talk about future Lando is like, oh, you know, whatever. I don't care. That was on Comic Book Central. That's what it was. So if people want to check it out. But it was he very did Rebels. Yeah, he did. He and as he talked about doing Rebels, but you know. His just demeanor. I know he's in his 80s, so that probably makes a difference. But it's like he'd be like, yeah, he'd, he'd totally talk about great stuff about Lando, and then you know, okay, whatever, it doesn't matter. Just just leave him be. The the 80 and and 83 Lando are are just just fine. Just let him be. I'm happy with Lando. Just leave him in the past. I'd like to leave the guy. I'd like to see him one more time, but I think it's doubtful that'll happen. Ruin another character. <laughs> oh, well, see, after the solo movie, they could bring Donald Glover into episode nine and just age yeah. him, put makeup on. Hey, you know what? Yeah. What they should do? <laughs> be very fun with the that, solo sure. movie. They should have it. Should have like a bookmark it with older Lando remembering when. You know, I'd like to see older Harrison or on solo. I was going to say like Lando. the old Indiana, young Indiana Jones. Yeah, well, they could have yeah. both of those guys. They could have Harrison Ford and Billy D. Williams like reminiscing about the their uh, wild youth. I wouldn't mind that if it were to come true. It's one of the best kept secrets about that movie. Yeah. But that I'd love to have Harrison Ford in some way be a part mm-hmm. of that. But okay, didn't he just make another comment this week about. How little he cares about Star Wars or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Because you know you're gonna bug a 75 year old man about that, and you know. I, just, I I think we've got as much Han Solo out of Harrison Ford as as anybody could pop, possibly get. Yeah, I, I'm surprised he did Force Awakens, but I'm glad he did. I enjoyed it. Me too. I think he said he, he came back to die, and people were shocked by that. Like, that's what he wanted to do let's, in 83. Let's not, let's not forget, um, next year I think they're going to start filming uh, Indiana Jones 5. Indy 5, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep, that's Spielberg's oh, next project. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's going to be the... But what, this one will be like in the 60s or something, and he'll go beat up my, on hippies or something. My, <laughs> I'm all, I'm all, I'm my prediction that, is though. that... 2020 is the year of Lucasfilm doing. I know they've already announced this. This isn't the prediction, but 2020 will be Indiana Jones 5. I think there will be no Star Wars movies that year. I think they're going to focus. Lucasfilm will only focus on Indiana Jones. That could be interesting to take mm, a year off. And... Might be nice. Well, they haven't announced anything past uh, right. 2019 as far as movies, so. Okay, Tom, of these nine figures, which one is your favorite? If you could only take one home from the store. Biker Scout, Biker right. Scout, Biker Scout, Biker Scout. Ryan, if Biker you could Scout. only take one of these nine figures home from the store, which one are you taking? You know, I was thinking this was a hard choice, and then I looked at the top list. Biker Scout, definitely. Nice. Matt, if you could only take one of these figures home from the store, which one would you take? 
Chief Chirpa, Jason. Well, going down the list, I'm thinking I didn't get to spend enough time with the Rebel Commando because clearly I don't remember him. <laughs> He's boring. But, but Biker oh Scout. Gosh. I mean, it's okay. between the Biker Scout and the Gamorrean Guard, and I'll go with the Biker okay. Scout. Okay. The nice. old me says Gamorrean Guard, but I know if I was nine years old, I would have taken Biker Scout home. Yep. I just know it. So. Unanimous. Biker Scout all around. Heck yes. All day, every day. <laughs> and with that, we're going to wrap up this episode. Every day. I'd like to All thank right. my guests for joining me tonight. Well, you guys aren't guests, are you? Matt, you were a guest, but now you're not. If Matt's not I a guess, guest anymore, yeah, that means I have now. to actually start Please thinking of guests of again. Well, would uh, Jason and Chris, or Jake and Chris then become yeah. uh, no. guests? <laughs> they're, they're now, they're now they guests. They can't leave. I, lo- I allow no one to leave the show. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm um, a bad time. They're doing a great Yeah, great but now we're digging back into vintage. We definitely got to get Jerry from uh, Star Wars Action News back on. I know. So I have to find him. And my, you know, He's probably long forgot about us, but we need to get him back because he's, uh, he's really good on this stuff. You ever thought about getting one of the guys from Kivecast on? Yeah, that, that might be fun, be too. Um, we can definitely look into that. So what's... We get to Power of the Force. Do we start back at the beginning again, or do we go to Power of the Force too? Well, we are. We do mini. Yeah, we're going to do Power of the Force. We're going to do droids, Ewoks. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's never ending. By the time we get to those, who knows? Could be two years from now. I just yeah, and then we'll do. Want to thank uh, Tom from IGrewUpStarWars.com. Matt, we've got some paperwork to send you. so yeah, exactly. We're also so, gonna need some. Uh, we're gonna need uh, your uh, <laughs> credit card numbers. Need your some photo ID as well. And ooh, yeah. Um, uh, how about just a Palace for Death Star? But that that can't be split, you know, three, four, five ways. <laughs> for Galaxy of Toys. Oh hey, you know I never mentioned this, but I need to start inserting this back into the shows. If you need to contact us, send us email, comments, questions complaints uh galaxy of toys at gmail.com you can also find us at twitter at galaxy of toys um download older episodes on itunes zune um i'm gonna get google play hooked up because i just realized we're not on google play and that's another good way to get podcasts uh, if you don't have uh itunes facebook yep um you can leave us reviews you can leave us reviews on itunes um you can ask, you know, I know we get complaints about the music. People don't like that song that we start the show out with. It's from the holiday special and it's, it's, I'm not going to change the song. And in fact, I do get, occasionally I get emails. I get emails complaining about the song. Um, just know when I get those emails, I usually leave in the song a little extra. Oddly, we don't get any complaints about, uh, we don't get any complaints about the, uh, the uh, Agmina song. I think people tune out by the time that one comes on anyways. For Galaxy of Toys, this is Jason saying good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. 
Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.